It's your boy Crown One. Yes, sir. And it's your boy Don't Blink. What's good, everybody? What's good? What's good? Don't know where that came from. Thank you, Jesus, for the uh, the ad lib. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we just here at um, Cave Music Records Studios, uh, broadcasting to you live on the Future Focus podcast. <laughs> I'm having a good week. How are you having? How's your week, man? Uh, it's been very, 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 very enlightening uh, mm. and awakening. Um, all the good news is coming our way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a good thing. So I'm very excited that we've put some things into play, mm. you know, and mm-hmm. you're seeing the benefits of that now. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yes, sir. You want to thank God for that alone because, you know, after a while you lose hope and sometimes you feel like it doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then like, things happen. What am happen. I doing right now? Right, man. right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So today's topic, as my headphones cut in and out, um, today's topic is the miracle process. <clears throat> um. So, Lord laid it on my heart. I'm um, just bringing this topic in. And uh, my best buddy here will uh, commentate, you know, right on it. Um, there is a process, ladies and gents. Uh, thank you once again to all our supporters um, that have migrated from uh, the radio broadcast that we started. Um, that's in the, based in Detroit. We want to thank the network. We want to thank um, the team out there first and foremost. I want to thank the Lord. Um, <clears throat> for all of these things that's been coming into fruition. Right, um, right. And it's actually relative to our topic today regarding the miracle process. Um, so a lot of people, Christians in particular, of today pray for a miracle. We pray for a financial miracle. We pray for a uh, physical miracle of the body. We pray for spiritual, um, un, you know, spiritual miracles, whether it's prophecy or understanding, all these different things. Um, you know, so, you know, many people say we're not seeing the fullness of God. We're not seeing the miracles that we used to see in our day or not in our day, uh, but in you know our heyday, as it were, you know, the Bible days. Um, <clears throat> and I would challenge us to. Uh, Look at the scriptures when it comes to the miracle process. So, you know, the Bible says, "Faith without works is dead." Right, right. Um, so, what I would like people to realize is that every miracle that took place in the Bible, with the exception of um, one in particular, which was the casting out of demons by Jesus. <clears throat> Uh, with the, I believe the young man had ten thousand demons in him. Yeah. Of uh, something in that regard, um, half a legion because I believe a legion is twenty thousand. Right. Um, so every time that a miracle took place, it was by one's faith, and we hear this a lot. Um, it's a common 
uh, common vernacular in the church that, you know, you, you, you heal by your faith because of your faith, you've been healed such and so such and such for from us. Um, what I'm talking about here, what we're talking about here is not just healing, which, you know, mainly that is referred to. We're talking about manifestations of God doing something in your life that you've been praying for, that you're seeking the Lord for. And once you've done, keyword done, all that you can, the Lord shifts in your behavior, in, in, in your favor, rather. So um, the miracle process is such, and I submit this to our listeners uh, across the globe and across the country, as well as my brother and co-host, Don't Blink. Um, we have seen in the scriptures where the the earliest um, <clears throat> earliest miracle, first and foremost, was Noah. Some would say it's a miracle. Other people would say it's a disaster or a time of refuge. I would say it's a miracle built based upon the results. God told Noah a word. Noah followed for 300 years, mind you, which people often gloss over. If you read the scriptures and do the timeline, he built the ark for 300 years. Right, right. He's building this ark day after day after day, literally <laughs> year after year after year. Right. So with this, he's doing this, and we all know the result thereof. Flood comes, family is saved, earth is re rebuilt. Right. Fast forward, you have Joshua, who has this gift, and Joshua has the ability <clears throat> birthed into him to interpret dreams. He also has knowledge that his father gave him regarding studies and how to read Egyptian and write in Egyptian, and he's staying true to his faith, even in times of hardship. Uh-huh. Um, the scripture says... Um, but time and chance happened to us all. <clears throat> and I'm going to pull that verse up. Uh, but we find later on, you know, Joseph in the scriptures uh, saves the entire world in, in Egypt um, through interpreting Pharaoh's dream, later being named Zaphnat Paneah, second to Pharaoh, and saving, you know, um, all of Israel <clears throat> through that miracle. It's a miracle process. Uh in that process, he was praying, you know, for the Lord to deliver him. You know, he interprets the dreams of the baker and the butler. And he's right. like, all right, yes, I'm going to be on. Right. It's, it's about to happen. It's about to happen. Right. And you know, what happened? I believe it was a span of 14 years or seven years that he was continued in the prison right. after <laughs> doing that good thing for those brothers. Right. And right. being forgot about as a result thereof. Right. Right. Fast forward again in the Bible. I'm going linear here for those chronologically here. Um, fast forward again. You have a situation where um, the Hebrews are under enslavement by the Egyptians. Right. Egyptians um, will not, Pharaoh does not let the people go. You know, as is famously sung in um, that movie by DreamWorks. Right. <clears throat> I don't have to say the story. Y'all understand. The people are then let go miraculously after these 12 instances. So during these 12 instances, um, the 
people are then released and a miracle takes place. Some would say the height the height of the miracle, the the uh, cliff of the miracle, uh, climax rather, is when the Red Sea is parted. Right. Red Sea's parted, the Hebrews walk through, and the Egyptians that were in pursuit of them perished. So every so with us, we started this process uh, often where we're like, Lord, okay, I want this financial miracle, but we're not taking a, a specific look at our daily financial habits. Mm. We're not taking a specific look at our tithes, okay. at our investments of a daily habit. A multimillionaire, I'm not looking... I'm not using him as an example for spiritual guidance, but in natural guidance in the sense of this financial literacy and financial miracles that many people pray and prophesy over. Um, for, well, first and foremost, addresses prophecy is a confirmation. It's not just a, a word. It's something that is reiterated in the natural form that's already been brought up to this individual. Right. And the prophet has no connection to that person and the Lord speaks through that prophet and confirms something or, or affirms something that's already supposed to happen. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So with these financial prophecies, these financial miracles that we're praying for, we're not mainly in a lot of cases doing the process that, you know, will occur for that to happen in our lives for God to move. God is a God of order. So, you know, we can't ask the Lord to do something in our lives and we're not willing to do the work. Every time you see a miracle happen, I'll even take it away from the drastic, what people say, miracles. Um, you know, you had the firstborn pass and it was none of the Hebrews children that passed because the blood of the lamb on the door set on the doors. Uh, let's go to um, Esther. Right, right. Who saved her family. And, you know, the people of Israel uh, from Xerxes and persecution, uh, I believe it was, um, I forget his name, uh, starts with an M, that was trying to come after um, the Hebrews. Right. But in, in that regard, we see it was by her faith and her works that the miracle, the heart of Xerxes was changed and, and, and um, things were revealed to him so what we're seeing is <clears throat> just let it go brother it's cool <laughs> direct them later um what we're seeing is he's trying to go live folks <clears throat> so what we're seeing is every instance of miracles requires the process of obedience right god instructs us in many ways um to manifest these miracles or these gifts that we are after. And many times we're not seeing these miracles because we don't want to look at ourselves in the mirror and say, okay, what am I doing that's prohibiting God from acting fully in our lives? Right, right. So you can't ask for, and this, some people are not going to like this discussion, you cannot ask for, and this is, I'm speaking to my, I've been speaking to myself on this, and the Lord confirms many things. You can't ask God for a physical or medical healing if you're not doing everything you're supposed to or could be doing. If you're doing things 
I've never smoked. I've never drunk. But let's say I had a problem with my liver and I'm like, Lord, deliver me from this thing. You know, it'd be one thing if I'm praying and saying, Lord, deliver me from this addiction of alcohol or something like that. That's right. something separate. What I'm saying right. is you can't do something habitually and then ask the Lord to deliver you from it when you refusing to, you know, to stop that process that is prohibiting, you know, because then it's like, how? And I'm a, well, I'm gonna let you comment because I'm gonna go back to my point that I was gonna say. Because <laughs> we talked about this last night, and we was like, yeah, we gotta talk about this on the show. Yeah, something that you know I want to talk about and deal with and tap on is the fact that you have to, you know, like you said, you. I think it's about about how you pray to God and and what you need Him to help you with in the process of of getting what you want to receive. You know, um, so prayer is a key thing. Initially, you know, we can ask God to help us with it. Um, then, you know, <sighs> what if it never happens? <laughs> so, so you know, right? You know, you go through the process of you do a a, a deep self check. You know, you do a deep a deep um, you you if you have any acknowledgement of God and, and loving him because, you know, you're going to have a beef with God after a while because you've seen other people get healed or you it's a report of or, you know, and then Ooh. it's not you. Yeah, I'm the going there. The weight in the process. So the weight in the process is, 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 is a challenge, you know, versus, uh, you know, what you may go through as far as seeing other folks and either it's going to, it's a make or breaking moment, you know, where it makes you or it breaks you, you mm -hmm. know. What I'm finding out is that it's a breaking, then it's a making. Tell because it. Because Tell it. it breaks you down, you know, because no longer the cliches and the, you know, oh man, the misinterpretation of the scriptures, you know what I'm saying, um, that's being released or told to you, all that stuff fades away. Mm -hmm. Because you like, whatever. <laughs> you get in that for whatever phase. Like, yep. whatever. You, you you ain't got no word. <laughs> right. You can't handle what I'm, you can't even handle what I'm going through. Mm -hmm. So how can you tell me? <laughs> how can you tell me what is what? When you can't you know, even handle what I'm dealing you know, with. You know, so I, I, <laughs> I know from experience. Mm -hmm. You know, that, you know, when I wanted God to do something for me, you know, it was, I no longer could look to man for comfort and encouragement. Mm -hmm. um, and I had people that I esteemed to, to I guess, get me out of it or mm -hmm. to help me deal with it, mm -hmm. you know. But there was no, there was no counseling that was effective enough. Mm -hmm. It took the Lord only. Now, here's something a lot of people ignore is we get, because we're human, so, like, we look to other humans to console us and comfort us in times of hardship. Right. Or in times when we're waiting in the miracle process, we're waiting for the miracle to manifest itself, and then uh -huh. it's like, okay, where's my friends at? Where's the people that I confide Man. in at? Right. Um, we look for that process where Job was in when his friends came and just sat with him for many days 
and you know even one of his friends rebuked him when he spoke ill of the lord and, and such um where <laughs> that was just one instance in the entire history of the bible where friends consoled another brother of the faith in times of hardship in every case with the exception of jesus correct me if i'm wrong uh healing the man with with you know so many demons uh or casting out the demons within the man all of those situations were a matter of faith and works and just holding on to faith and allowing God to comfort you. As I mentioned before, Joseph, in that 14-year time span, from when he was a child to a man, all he had was his faith and comfort from God. Nobody else. Maybe a little bit from the Egyptian woman that he later married. Um Moses even, you know, when he was out of Egypt after murdering that um, Egyptian uh, and then fleeing. And then, you know, when he met his wife Zipporah and everything like that. But even then he wasn't finding comfort. He was still had many issues that were not highlighted and brought out until he was in the cave with God in the burning bush. And God, re he, he, he whipped him a little bit because he got rebuked by God when he said he couldn't speak well and different things like that. And he said, well, I'm going to still use you, but not as much. I'm going to use your brother Aaron. That's good. So what we're finding here, if we really look at the scriptures, is the miracle process requires you to depend on God fully. Right. Right. And your faith and the, the your willingness to obey can progress or regress the result of the miracle happening. We see that mm -hmm. with the Hebrews when they are in the desert for 40 years, when they are going to the promised land and the spies go out mm -hmm. and some spot, I believe it was three. <clears throat> okay, Lord. Uh, it was three of the spies were like, we could do this thing. Let's go. We right. got faith. Right. We're going to move in this thing because God is with us. And they said, oh, we're like ants to them and they're giants in the land. And it was two or three. It was Joshua, Caleb, who else? I, be I think it, I believe it was, you know, I th you know what? I think it is too. Yeah. Um. But my point is this, in that, where does your, where is your faith in regards to the miracle? Right. How 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 deep is your faith? How big is your faith? And then, ooh, the Bible says Jesus says faith the size of a mustard seed. Right. Can move mountains. So, if the faith, you know how big a mustard seed is. We talk about it a lot. I don't think people actually look up what a mustard seed is. I believe it's like a centimeter or smaller. Right. Right. Yeah, I know the, and we're not, you know, many people aren't big on metrics and stuff. I don't teach. I've done <laughs> studies and teachings on the mustard seed, so yeah, I understand. You know, so the manifestation of these miracles that we are talking about, that we're praying about, that we're prophesying and speaking in churches, are you doing everything on your end so that God can move on His end? Are you? Are you just? Who are your lips just speaking in your heart far from Him? Like the Hebrews had to wait 40 years for a whole generation to die off because of their lack of faith in order to be obedient to do what God said to do so that the miracle could be manifested that he promised. Many people, many people that are listening to this right now have miracles, have visions, myself included, that the Lord showed you and 
you believe in them and you're praying for them and such, but you're not willing. And and this is to myself as well, that you're not willing at some points in the process to be like, Lord, this has come too hard. You lose heart. You're like, okay, the people that I thought I could rely on, I can't rely on because they're not there the way I needed them. And in some cases we have put them in places where God should be. So God had to remove those people in order to show us that it's only him in that process. Right. So when it's done, you're not giving him credit. You're not giving her credit. You're giving who credit? God credit. Because it's the miracle process. Right. In every instance of the Bible, you can look, look it up. You know, Jesus, um, you can look it up from Jesus. You can look it up from the Hebrews. You can look it up from Esther. You can look it up. Uh, from Ruth and Bo, uh, um, Ruth and Boaz, you can look it up um, from the brother's name uh, who married a harlot, Hosea. Hosea, in that process, mm-hmm. all those different things was an instant uh, instance of obedience. It wasn't just faith alone, and they were working while being faithful, and and and, and as soon as they were met with a wall <laughs> in the natural that was like, okay, Lord, I, I turn it over to you. I can't do anymore. And then what happened? We see a shift. So with future focus, we were doing this since September 29th of 2016. Right. Cause right. we saw a need and the Lord, you know, we felt the Lord compelling us and, later on obligating us to do this show and we just did it out of faith right said lord you know we liked it we wanted like everything that we're wanting to do that we're doing now we wanted to do then right but we didn't have the resources and we were just we were visionaries but we just it wasn't time it wasn't god's timing right And, and i believe i truly believe this that the things that we were prophesying and asking the lord to do for us didn't happen because it would have been we possibly we weren't ready for it and possibly we would have given someone else credit for things that God could do and God should have done. So he prevented us from being able to manifest these things that he wanted to manifest for us. Let's be honest. We weren't even looking. We weren't. That's, (laughs) that's the crazy. We weren't even even looking to, 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 which is sad, but we weren't even aspiring for this to happen. We were just doing a podcast and hoping that, you know, someone would, uh, you know, Look at us and look at know. us and you know uh, listen to us and you know and, and that's to you know get inspired by us you know but it's the thing about it um you know that's what uh we you know we how God blessed us because we wasn't looking for this this type of exposure not at all you know and how it's working how it's flowing and mm-hmm. understanding our formula is effective and it's it's reaching yeah you know and so when you <laughs> there's a famous literature literary saying saying abandon all hope ye who enter here and that's supposed to be quote unquote inscribed over the, the gates of hell so what I'm saying is for the for people of faith abandon all hope and everything else but God <laughs> because when you do that you allow God to move the way he can and supposed to move in our lives mm. How much faith do you have? Now, I know the people are like, why are you quoting that? That doesn't make any sense. It makes sense because if you're putting hope in man, put not your trust in man. You put your trust in man. You put your trust in things, in finances, 
in medicine, in uh, a significant other, you know, whatever that may be, your job <laughs> to secure these things that God says he can do for you and will do for you because they promised them to you. But rather than trusting God, you're like, ah, oh, well, you know, if I could do, you know, if I, Lord, if I just get this job, this promotion, then I could do this, that, and the third. If, you know, Lord, you will just give me this, this blessing, Lord God, so that I could be delivered from cancer or be delivered from heart disease or be delivered from this, that, and the third. What are you eating? All right, I'm not just talking about the physical sense, but what what are you putting into your natural and your spiritual body that is causing these problems in your life? You know, and 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 particular a certain demographic doesn't like to have this conversation because it's like, oh man, it ain't gonna kill you now. It'll kill you eventually. Mm-hmm. So we we wait. We see the problem down the road. We see the problem with our people. We see the problem within our family. But then when it comes to addressing the issue now, we don't want to do it. And then when we in the problem, we're in the problem. We're like, okay, Lord, deliver me from this. And nine times out of ten, somebody in your life has prophetically said, "Hey, man, you need to fix this," but you don't because you, we're stuck in that mindset. Well, it's not going to hurt me now. And then we want to look to the Lord and be like, hey, Lord, can you deliver me from this? I sent you a boat. Is that like the the parable of the man is like, why save me, Lord. Me? Save why me. You, why did you tell me? You know, I was just funny because I was just uh, teaching last night a Bible study about this kind of concept that, you know, a, a young person asked me, well, you know, I have a problem, I have an issue. I don't feel like I did it. You know, I'm forced to apologize when I don't really think I did anything wrong. What I, what do you do in that situation? I said, well, you, you know, if it's a child-parent situation, you do what your parents said regardless. So you apologize, you know, just by out of obedience and God will bless you. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, we also go to the scripture, you know, obey your parents, you know, you have long life. You know, you know, we already understand that. But it's just the fact that you, um, so I was just trying to break down to him that, Someone in your life, now I'm going to say someone in our lives, point things out to us, right? That we need to get together early on because mm-hmm. down the road it's going to become an issue. an issue. So I said, you know, okay, now they say you need to deal with this now. Yeah. As a young man or a young lady, you know, when you get older, it's going to, you know, come back in your face. And, you know, you didn't deal with it while you're 15. Right. When you're 55. <laughs> You can't go back when you was 15. Steve, you're real prideful. What? I ain't prideful. <laughs> I ain't prideful. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, you know, if you don't put a handle or fix those things now, you know, later on when you're when you're older, you have mm-hmm. an issue, you know, um, with those things. And those things, those things can just cause delay. It can cause a lot of, you know, unnecessary consequences in your life. Completely. You know, and um, so that's what I've learned through my little 45 years of life that, you know, you, you take care of things when you're young enough and strong enough mm-hmm. and smart enough that you can do that because, you know, this, this, this life is fleeting. Um, your time is short. You know, um, you know you're know, you only here because you're just a vapor. Yeah. You, know, guys, uh, you, know, you know what I was thinking? <laughs> <laughs> and you can, don't, don't, you, can, you, can, you can smash me if... <laughs> 
<laughs> you don't agree Pause. with this. No, <laughs> yeah. I was saying that, you know, God thought about us. And so when he thought about us, he created us. Mm-hmm. The Bible says, I'm with you even in your, your, with your bed of hell or mm-hmm. your place of hell. I'm there with you. You know, um, you're going to burn in hell if you do what's not right. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a place for you in hell. <laughs> right. No, 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 no. I'm not saying right. hell is good. I'm not saying hell is great. I'm not saying it's a place called hell. Mm-hmm. But even being casted into hell is God's love. Yes. Why? Because God cannot just, he can just say you don't exist anymore and you wouldn't even be Existed. Existed. Yeah. <laughs> Steve who? Don't blink who? What? Woo! You know, I'm beginning to think about that. Like, man. So, that's God's mercy even into the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I just, that's a hard one. That won't preach very well. <laughs> I'm not preach that yeah. at all. But I would just, God begin to break it down to me. I can, I can, I can make it so you never were born. You never, if I if I desire for you never to be, but because why I when I create, <laughs> you know, right, you know I create and I and I evolve, you know I I, I do that. So basically, I just uh, I begin to think about that. Like okay, so his mercy, his love is even there, mm-hmm. even though he's crying. There we're crying to God then. You know, and I want to get off into what I was thinking about after that, about <clears throat> what, it would, what it would be like. But I know, and God won't let me go, this go of me and let me go or let my thought process go. Thinking about it, it's just that all the times you're going to have to uh, ask for God to change you in forgiveness. You know, you're going to see those times yeah. in your mind over and over again. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be tormenting right there. Can you forgive in the process of waiting for your miracle? Yes. Man. And if you don't, he can't move. Man. And he will move in certain instances, but he won't move the way you want him to move and the way you need him to move. Woo. All right. That's true. That's true. And that, my friend, is possibly why certain things were withheld from future focus because I was even dealing with that. And many people, I wouldn't even say many, um, I think I talked about it here on Future Focus at one point. You know, I was in a process where I wasn't dating and I had a consecration of not cutting my hair. <laughs> I didn't let a razor touch my head. Not no clippers. Now, mind you, Don't Blink is a barber. <laughs> so it was rough for him to see me for four, I think it was four and a half years, not cutting my head. The most I would do was maybe get a lineup. Yeah, and not and that was it. No taper. No taper. No, no kind of shape up of the fa- the hair. Nothing. <laughs> nothing, along with being celibate, right, and not dating. So, you know, in that process, I learned a lot about myself. Mm. I learned about a lot of unforgive. Unfor- thank God I didn't die in my sin, where I was unforgiving to some people, mm. exes, people that hurt me, people that used me, abused me. And so 
once I learned and was out of that consecration, things started to shift. <laughs> Mind you, September 29th is the first public, public, publication date of Future Focus in 2016. My fast from doing that was in September 15th of 2016. Mm. I didn't cut my hair really until February of 2017, though. Right. When I got my high time fade and all that kind of stuff. You still had it, yeah. I, I had a a remnant right. of that. And I didn't feel comfortable cutting my hair, but my covenant with God was over. So, you know, because you kind of hold on to that identity and everything like that. But in that process, regarding what we have been doing, in the, in the beginning we were looking to aspire to do this and we were praying to God to do that in the third, but we weren't as dedicated and faithful to future focus as we are now in the beginning. We were just excited to do all these different things, right. but we had to peel back a little bit, pull back a little bit and be like, okay, Lord, we need to focus on you, get closer to you. And now when we're not even looking, when we're not even looking, right? when we're not even looking, we're just like, okay, Lord, we've been doing this for a year officially. And now we're getting calls like, hey, we're going to put you guys on the radio and we're going to pay for it. Right. Not, not hey, there's this opportunity. Right. We're going to put you guys on a radio, FM radio, across the country in different markets and stuff like that and put you guys in the position to shift atmospheres spiritually through music and through discussion, which you've been doing on your show for a year faithfully on and off. Right. Right. And 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 they're like, yeah, we love the show. People that aren't even Christian love the show. People that haven't even thought about God love the show right. and love what you guys are doing. We're going to put you into this position. Literally, it's a Joseph. It's, it's like Joseph and Job all in one. Right. Because I don't know if Don't Believe is going to air out some of the things that he's been challenged with, but I'm going to do it. So many people that have been fans of the show understand that Crown's been through a lot in the last 12 months. Right, right. Plus, myself, uh, I was, you know, I've been a type 1 diabetic since 1996. <clears throat> 1994, I was 50 pounds at three years old. By five, type 1 diabetic. Fast forward to 2016, I go blind in my right eye while doing Future Focus podcasts. Right. I could have stopped right there. Right. I wanted to stop at life, to be honest. Right. But I kept going. I held on to my faith. I held on to God because, mind you, <laughs> Let's go back. I was in consecration for four four years. No sex. No sex. Still no sex. It's still no sex. <laughs> and put it out. <laughs> no fro. No 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 haircuts. Right. You know what I'm saying? Praying every day, getting to my word. Exactly. And then the consecration's over. <laughs> I'm like, all right, Lord, I'm ready. Let's go. And then all these different things with untamed disciples pops up and I'm like, all right, I'm ready for the miracle. I'm ready for the miracle. And then the Lord's like, I'm going to test you even harder. I'm going to take your sight. And I'm going I'm to I'm I'm let your sight be taken. And then see how much you love me and how much, how much faith you have in Man. me. So in the process of doing Future Focus podcast, I lose half my sight. Threats of not having to see at all. God, through my obedience in diet and exercise, and faith was able to retain 50% of my sight, continue on with future focus, 
and I'm just focused <laughs> on the future of my relationship with God and my brothers and accountability that when we're not even looking, the prayers that we prayed for back, and I'm talking directly to those that are watching on our live feed on Periscope or YouTube. YouTube, yeah. Um, with the prayers that I had in 2016 that we had for future focus are now being manifested in the fourth quarter of 2016-17 when we weren't even looking for it. So much so that the worries that we had as far as paying for things have been alleviated. That's nothing but God. Nothing but God. You can't. And I know that because the things that we were concerned, concerned and worried about are not even a concern now. It's just, you've been faithful over a few, now I'm going to make you faithful over much. So we cannot ask God for things to miraculously shift in our lives without first being obedient and first being faithful over the few and saying, okay, Lord, how can I maximize now? So when I get to the point where I want to be maximized yeah. in the future, you are the only one that did it because I've done all that I can on earth and your word is true. And it says I'm supposed to test you and try you. So if I'm obedient, if I'm faithful over a few and I'm doing everything on my end, I know you're going to move on my end because I've done everything that I can do. Uh, that's a lot that's a lot you just air it out it's the, it's the miracle process miracle it's process. literally the miracle process we can't ask God to be like Lord I want you to shift my you know I don't want to be taking cancer medication and doing this that and the third but I'm still going to eat the way I want to eat not the way I should eat or the doctors are telling me you know if I don't do this then I'm going to die or the doctors are saying you know, I got to take this medicine, do that medicine, you know, but you have somebody in your life that says, if you do this, this will be fixed. And you're too stubborn and prideful mm. to do those changes that will save you money because you won't be paying money for medication. You won't be doing chemo mm. and it will shift the whole cancer situation. You it's won't hard. fast. You won't pray. You'll pray. It'll be real quick to pray and come together and do all these things and be like, right. Lord, I need a financial miracle. But you're spending money on scratch-off tickets. <laughs> Lord, I need an extra $50 a month. But every day you're spending that $5 on cigarettes or that $5. Now, I understand that's an addiction for some people. Or you spend, I don't need cigarettes more than that. It's like eight, ten bucks for a pack, I think. But. I don't know. I don't know. I've never <laughs> I've never bought a pack. But what I'm right. saying is we can't ask God to shift a miracle in our lives and then be not willing to sacrifice or even do something that is on our end. Because nine times out of ten, a lot of things that we're praying God to do miraculously, we can control in some form. Right. And when we can't, we need to ask ourselves, okay, it's like, not all parents are like this, but a responsible parent is. You're not going to give your son $50 if he's not responsible with five. Of course. It's true. You know what I'm saying? And if you do the first time and he's irresponsible with him, you're going to give $50 more? Hey, Dad, I need 50 bucks for uh, this, that, and the third. Okay, here's a 50. Comes to you the next day. Hey, Dad, I need 50 bucks for this, that, and the third. What happened to the first 50? <laughs> Oh, I got this, that, and the third, and I actually didn't get to that bill or that, this, that, and the third because of this. Well, I'm not giving you fifty more dollars. Well, I'm gonna give you fifty more dollars when, you know, and 
There's even an example of that in the Bible. Yeah. Those that were not responsible with their talents. Right. That's a good one. <laughs> so much so. That's a good one. Yes, sir. That yes, sir. the one that was responsible with his talents received talents from those that were irresponsible. Yes. That buried it. Yes. So there's an Old Testament representation, if you will, and a New Testament representation of the miracle process where when you are responsible and doing what is either mandated to you through other people, through things, through life's happenstances, through chance, or through the Holy Spirit, and you feel an unction to do something and you're praying for it, but you're too stubborn to do so, that 40, (laughs) it might not be four years like it was for Crown. It might not be 40 years like it was for the Hebrews, but I don't want to wait 40 years for a miracle that I'm praying for now. If, Uh If it's something that I can progress by just being obedient and doing certain lifestyle changes. But he's better sacrifice. Uh, now, just want to tell you that, you know, I had future focus in my spirit. What? I mean, how long? How long? Man. I mean, <laughs> I was doing it on my own. Yeah. You didn't want to have nothing to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I did it myself, you know what I'm saying, through a Google Hangout. Mm-hmm. Then I did it. I, I did a radio one. Yep. So, you know, I mean, I did it, not on radio, but I did it by where I recorded it. Mm-hmm. And I was just talking to people on the phone. So I was holding them, holding the phone to my microphone mm-hmm. while I was talking to people. So it's just that I was just trying to do this on my own, you know, hoping and praying that someone would come along. And then I had to wait that out where you was like, hey, okay, let's let's do this now. Yeah. <laughs> Right, so, man. So, so you know, it was just like, man. You know, then I was like, you know, why don't we just get, you know, do our own radio show? Remember that? Yes. He was like, no, nah, man. I don't want to play my music on the radio station. <laughs> you know, just to get people to listen to our music. It's facts. This is all facts. And things is like 2013. Man. So yeah. So it was just things that ideas I was coming up with didn't really realize they were coming from God mm-hmm. and see for him, but you know, to to do. Uh, and God, you know, was we was faithful. So God was faithful to carry these things out and to bring it to the forefront. So here we are. You're just just holding on to those things, not giving up, being faithful. You know, yes, I I kind of gave up. Yes, I did. You know, yes, I was felt like it wasn't relevant. But you know, God was still letting me know through this that you know what I am saying to you is paramount. What I am saying to do, it it's will valid. be a time. It's valid, and and, and He will validate you in due season. Mm-hmm. You know, learning, understanding the maturity and responsibility of now, you know, it's just responsible for coming and doing a show. And we have access now because without all of that, we didn't have no access. Not at all. You know, I was doing it in my house, you know. So it was just something that we did and been faithful over. Mm-hmm. And God be, now is pouring into us because of our faithfulness to something that, you know, we had actually dropped off of doing. You know, yeah. we, you know we just let it go because... Just life happened, yeah. and, and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, sleep was uh, important. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. You know, and uh, this is just where we are. So it's just I just learned through all of those different things how miracles transpire and how, uh, you know, you have to wait on the Lord, but yeah, do your part. Do your part in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and continue to pray and continue to fast, you know, and just – 
put weight on God. As, and people don't know it goes that far back. Like, I think <laughs> we're talking 2012. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been holding that, on Future Focus for years before yeah. I even brought it to you. Yeah, like, I, I, I think I saw, like, one thing. I was like, what's... It's like, oh, that's my that's my uh, podcast. I was like, okay, that's cool. You know, and all the things that he aspired to do and when the Lord laid on my heart to have, and it wasn't even in the podcast format. Mm. It was just to have a voice for for us to speak on things that were not being addressed in the church and weren't right. being addressed in the media from the right. Christian perspective. Right. And then he was like, well, we could do my podcast. I'm like, oh, wow. And then we were like, well, we could, and I was like, you know, and I'm, I'm not boasting of myself, but don't blink knows this. I'm a visionary. So like, okay, podcast, I'm thinking radio show, TV show, we could do this and we can actually do things un, uh, without uh, compromise. And we could do this and that there. And now all those things that we were excited about in 2016 are happening. And right. it's not, you know, and we can do it without the compromise because we were faithful and uncompromising with whatever we had. We right. was like, Lord, you laid this on my heart. I don't have all the, 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 the resources. I don't have the financial resources. Sometimes I don't have the energy. Right. Sometimes I don't have the medical resources to do what you've put on my heart, but I'm going to still persevere. I'm still going to do what you called me to do. Right. And when we were faithful in little, the miracle process proved true because the Lord manifested what only he could manifest. Right. We didn't call. We were not looking people. We were not looking to be on the radio. We weren't calling radio stations. We were just like, we're going to put our future focus podcast, call our family and friends and those that we meet and say, Hey, go check this out. This is an important topic that we're talking about. Right. Right. And then one day, you know, we were actually, we were on hiatus a little bit with Future Focus Podcast. We were like, okay, we're going to start this back up because we've been on hiatus a little too long. Right. And then I get a call like, hey, we're going to put this on the radio. I'm like, what? Like, yeah, I heard your podcast, and we want to do this, that, and the third. So, <laughs> so now we're on the radio, and now it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger just because of the Lord. Right. Like, and, and it's, it's happening so fast. To where right. it's like, okay, Lord, <laughs> slow down. <laughs> don't, don't slow down, but just yeah, like yeah. help help us to be ready, right, for That's that true. transition. Because when the miracle manifests, you have to be ready. So even when you're faithful in much, you have to be ready for that transition when you are given the increase. And that's what we're learning, and we're we're ready in a lot of areas, and we have to to. We have to ask the Lord to help us in some areas where we're not ready, but you know that just that transition where it's like, okay, Lord, I'm I'm managing the best way I can manage my little twenty five hundred dollars every month. But Lord, I do want to have two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, or right. maybe you're aspire to have a quarter million a month, maybe. But you can't say, Lord, give me these talents of one million dollars, one point two million dollars a year. <laughs> and you're not being faithful over eleven hundred dollars. Right. Yeah, it's true. How are you are you squandering your money? Are you being faithful in your ties? Are you giving to the poor? Are you being forgiving to people that have been unforgiven to you? All right. these different things are right. a part of the miracle process. Painful but true. You know, painful because you find out a lot about yourself. You know. Mm -hmm. Um, and you have to change those some things, you know, in the process. 
You know, I look at some things, deal with some things. It takes time, and God gives you grace. That's important. God gives you grace to deal with those things mm-hmm. if, if you are proactive. Mm-hmm. That's a big, huge word right there, proactive in making the changes um, in your life. And that's what I really, really, really learned, understand, and understanding that, you know, the most knowledge. We talk about Job's friends, the most knowledgeable, intelligent, you know <laughs> saying, you know, someone even you would consider brilliant and in every in some areas of their life will help you because you know but I, what mm. i learned is about your growth mm. it's about your growth and you know understanding you know the healing and miracle process and that you don't stop believing god you can't even when people say you're not faithful <laughs> or you don't have faith enough that's why god's not healing you mhm mhm the world didn't tell us that. <laughs> and I'm referring to me and my wife. You know, my wife, has, she's she's dealing with uh, um, a neurological issue in her body. So, you know, it was not told to us but that to us by the world. It was the saint mm. that challenged us to that level. So the grieving process of being rejected by the, your brothers and sisters in the faith was an eye opener, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and it made us, you know, and you you know, we didn't. <laughs> I think I will say God helped us put things in perspective. That think no highly of of others mm-hmm. that you would think of yourselves, and so to speak, you know, I didn't give up on God. I was angry. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I was angry. Justifiably. I, I, you know, I didn't understand why. But, you know, then I, I, it was an inward seeking. It was an inward, like, okay, Lord, you know, do I need to change? Was this, was this you know, my fault because I'm the head of the household? Different things, you know, you ask yourself as a husband and as a man, if you know the Lord, you know, you walk with him for a while. You know, you understand that these, these tests comes, you know, these tests and trials come. But. You know, it was just, I think that was, what, that was one of the harder experiences through this process of, of knowing that mm-hmm. people don't have an answer. That's trying to have an answer. You know, then people base their one perspective and experience and try to make it a blanket for everybody. <laughs> right. So I'm going to take my one little experience and, 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 and I got the answers to the whole world, <laughs> mm, mm, mm. you know. And so it 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 taught me that oh, I can't think small minded because of my one little experience that I, you know I can't sit here and say, well, this is why because you're not doing this, you're not doing that. No, you can't do that with people. You can't do. It. God is so global. You can't think like that mm-hmm. because you know you'll 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 limit the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? You'll limit yourself. You know what I'm saying? You'll you'll limit everything around you. You know, you'll limit you'll limit God's blessing because you say it it don't get it only can happen like this. God's miracle looks like this and it's only <laughs> gonna manifest itself like this. That's not prophecy, that's problems. <laughs> <laughs> prophecy you know. is again, look in the Bible, every prophet and there are prophets in this day 
mm-hmm. that are real. There's a lot of false prophets, a lot of false antichrists. Yes, yes Lord. Yes. <clears throat> but speak on it. There are true prophets that the Lord speaks to and through him speaking through them, through the Holy Spirit, unctioning of the Holy Spirit, that woman or man affirms or confirms something that's already been spoken to or prophetically given to you in a vision or a dream. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes in those times, the only way you're going to be ushered in your works of obedience is by having that confirmation or that affirmation through that individual that the Lord uses. And we've also seen in instances, sometimes the Lord uses an animal to manifest the miracle. So we have to, we have to change our minds into what miracles, how, how miracles are manifested. Okay. It is always manifested. Dare I say through something that can be, changed habitually on our end and then we pray and ask God to make that switch and then once that switch once we've done everything that we can do that's when God comes in is like okay I'm going to make this thing manifest for you and that's when that miracle is going to manifest itself mm. yes. <clears throat> yes you know so you know through that we have to understand that the miracle process only, again, I'll say it again, you know, it only manifests itself when we understand that we have to do everything that we are supposed to do within the faith so that God moves on our behalf because we can ask the Lord to do something that we're not obedient to when he gave us that instruction. Right. You know? Right. Because if we're not being obedient, he's not going to bless somebody who's not being obedient. Like, Lord, I've been praying for this miracle for 20, 15, 10 years. Pull up with that. <laughs> talk on it. We got, we got six minutes, but talk on it. <laughs> you so know? He sat there. They sat, he sat and, and waited. The angels was troubling the waters, you know, and waited, you know, what have you. And uh, it was just, you know, so many, so many stories, so many teachings and revelation behind that passage of scripture that was being told, and you know, you know, mm-hmm. we want to get in the water, and we, you know, we, you know, you want to, so you want to enter in the, the the opportunities that God has for you, but <laughs> you're scared to you scared to take the step, but then you're angry because <laughs> everyone else is taking the step that has came from came. Not you haven't been there. That oh, I want to say this. They has not been in the process as long as you have, mm. but they're willing to take the step that you were scared to take. Mm-hmm. So you're overdeveloped. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, you know. You want so. your miracle, but you're not. You're scared to take those different steps, and you know better. And you're, you know, and God has grace because you know you're in a place of maturity where things aren't. You know, you battle, you you battle with certain things, you give and you learn how to give certain things to God in the process, but you can't stay stuck. You can't. You gotta come out the cave. Same as plug. Same as plug. So uh, so, you know, we do um we do what the Lord asks us to do when when we're asked to do it. And we, you know, we have aspirations, we have requests. You know, and this goes back to, wow. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. So 
in the and this is all the Holy Spirit because I didn't even plan on going here, but in the miracle process, the prayers of a faithful man, a righteous man, availeth mm-hmm. much. So the miracle that you've been praying for can only be availed if you are righteous. And righteousness can only be proved over time. Over time. And so if you're not faithful over a few things, you will not be proven righteous. Therefore, your prayers will not avail that which you're praying for. And then the reward that comes. (laughs) So, so first of all, you have to be righteous. Mm -hmm. Second of all, if you want a righteous man reward, you have to find a righteous man and give him a gift. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, so the reward is prayers being answered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, 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 th- and through those prayers being answered, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's only going to happen, you know, if you are faithful. Right. You know, and if you are consistent. Right. You know, every instant, Abraham. He was Abram before he was Abraham. Right. Was consistent. Lord, I don't know how, where this sacrifice is going to come from. Mm. But you said, I got to slay my son. Mm. (laughs) I got to kill the son I've been dying for to have. And I got to do it. So I'm going to go do it. And in that, what happened? Everything because of his obedience, because of his willingness to listen to God, the miracle was manifested in the bush. That's, that's Be- <laughs> because of Moses' obedience, even though he was disobedient, in many cases, with the rock, he didn't speak to it, he struck it. Out of frustration. Out of frustration. Because he got frustrated. Ooh, when he got frustrated with people because of the, the murmurings, and their frustrations, instead of just trusting in God and being obedient, <laughs> that prolonged and prohibited him from seeing the miracle, seeing the promise. Mm. And then when they actually had a chance to have the promise, they go and see all these obstacles. And they're like, well, we can't do it because we're in the flesh and we're going to pay attention to the flesh rather than what what did God say about this thing? Mm. So that process will never manifest if you don't prove yourself to be righteous through the test that God allows. And it's that hedge of protection that we see highlighted in Job when the devil comes to Job and tries to test him. Yes. And he's, and, and God said, well, have you considered my servant Job? And, and the devil's like, well, I can't because you got this hedge around him. Well, I'll remove his hedge, but you can't touch him. You can't touch his life. Right. right. So God allowed all these things to happen. And, <laughs> through we talk about Job a lot, but we don't talk about that process. We don't talk about, you know, when people, as I said it before, are consoling him and different things like that. We want to hold on to that and put more trust in the people around us rather than God who is always with us and around us. Right, right. So That's good. You know, this is future focus. Uh I hope that you enjoyed this broadcast. We are gonna be doing two broadcasts per month now because our schedule has changed where we're doing radio broadcasts on many different stations. Please continue to share this content. If it blessed you, go and 
uh, email us at futurefocusradio at gmail.com. Check out capemusicrecords.com for latest updates on music and different things that we are doing with Untamed Disciples until our uh, media formats are you know, published. We're working on that in the background. But we thank you for your prayers. We thank you for your support. If this has blessed you, please share it with somebody because right, right. the miracle process is not easy. And it's not, you know, this race, this race is not given to the swift right. in the slightest. Right. You know, so I want everybody that's listening, that's in the sound under you know, under the sound of my voice, under the sound of Don't Blink's voice, don't prolong your miracle. Right. Don't be the Hebrews that had to wait 40 years to see the promised land. Right. <laughs> be swift in the instruction of the Lord when he gives you the instruction. And watch your miracles manifest because of your obedience. Amen. Amen. We closing out now. I wanted to just to plug my uh, conference that I have uh, called Coming Out of the Cave. Uh, mm-hmm. It's happening this Friday, uh, November 17th and 18th. Uh, starts at 7 o'clock, uh, you know, Friday night and Saturday morning. It will be, uh, you know, uh, 11 o'clock. And so we have two mm-hmm. dynamic speakers, uh, Apostle Brian Lewis and uh, Prophetess Althea Higginbottom. And it's going to be at 41 Furnace Street, uh, the Courtyard Marriott. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one of the halls there. We're going to be in there. We're going to uh, just let God have his way coming out of the cave. Are you ready to come out of the cave? Are you ready to to uh you know based off of david and him how god have him running for Saul and how he developed men in the process sometimes you're being developed in the cave but god said it's time to come out of the cave now so mm-hmm. uh come and hear what god has to say this is my first uh i'll say prophetic conference and so we want to we want to encourage some prophets of the prophetic community but as anyone could come really mm-hmm. uh and, and come out of the cave and um that's it uh, yes, sir. Wrapping this up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. So this is Future Focus. We hope that you enjoyed this broadcast. Again, follow us on Facebook uh, under uh, Cape Music Records, as well as follow me at Crown1SOG. Yes, sir. Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. Don't blink. Have a good day, y'all. Be yes, blessed. Sir. God bless y'all. God bless.